welcome back to Discover Us. It's the podcast where we uh, discover the uh, new paradigm, new worldview, thinking of it as a place uh, that we can uh, go spend time in, in the inside world. And the idea is that the environment has um, certain characteristics uh, built into it. And we can see what that's like and uh, see if it has uh, any benefit. So just spontaneously, uh, let's see what happens. So feeling some physically uh, good good sensations or good vibes yeah. and then also the the physical discomfort that I wasn't feeling as much and there was a bit of a frozen or suddenly caught in the floodlights kind of experience happening or are we supposed to do something or, or what's the deal mm, looks like the consensus is to uh, kind of look to the environment itself see what it has to offer You know, like going to a either a nature location or a city or anywhere, just kind of soaking in the environment. Okay, so there's a sense that there's room to acknowledge whatever's going on. And there's a, a lot of holding and kind of almost frozenness. Like, you know, we want to go left and right at the same time. Uh, so we're sort of frozen in the middle, that kind of a feeling. Okay, so then uh, including the environment as a kind of in the conversation is an option. So the different places, the different groups in, in the inner society here can not include the environment and just talk amongst themselves or, or they can include it or go back and forth. Okay, so the notion that the including or the the discovering with the environment as a continuous thing that uh, that's different. 
people in the community are kind of talking amongst themselves about this. Yeah, there's an evidentness that gets evident or, or just straightforward what is uh, what the environment is or, or is offering. It's kind of hard to deny in a way. Oh, and part of what it, uh, it offers in terms of what can be revealed uh, is the assumptions that different groups have from their different histories and uh, the different points of view that they have due to their histories about uh, what this will be like, about what will happen, about what it means. Uh, but but how we the, how we make the assumptions or how the assumptions happen uh, is also included in this straightforward uh, quality that the the environment offers. The words aren't quite right, but. Uh, I guess that's revealed too. There's a, like a recognition that's truthful and fair. Yeah, that was the, the words of the, quite a bit of the community, kind of looking around and nodding at each other. And then there's another group in the kind of back a little that's skeptical and saying you're just gonna go go along with this. And what about all these other things? We have concerns. Where this is all well and good and this, you know, idealized context here in podcast land, but what about the rest of the time? What about the rest of the world? You know, and some of you are just kind of zombie followers here, just sheep. There's this thing that feels good and you're just abandoning yourselves to it. Oh, that got some traction in the community. Yeah, that's a good point. Checking in with the environment, seeing how it responds. It's less a response than kind of what it offers, I guess. Yeah, so now it's just the 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 risk of uh, 
not knowing what's going to happen. And the, the, yeah, just that this actual visceral risk. Maybe something about appreciating the kind of endless ways of um, of uh, avoiding or, or uh, mitigating uh, risks that's you know threatening um, either not just physically but you know to to sense of yourself or identity or uh, or in whatever way, and just how how important and essential that is. Uh, and also then how we lay our own uh, our own narratives over the things that we perceive, including uh, this this newer environment here. Oh, but that, then that question gets to be of, well, what is the environment itself and what is what I'm bringing to it or, or what someone else is bringing to it? And different folks in the kind of the media narrative department are going, oh yeah, that's right. You know, raising their hands now. I'm the script person, and I'm the, the camera operator, and they are stepping out from their stations and coming down the steps. Now there's a group whose strategy for this is to uh, kind of shine it on and, and move it along and, uh, and and get it over with, you know, play along until the the podcast ends and things can get back to normal. And that group feels like a powerful uh, lobby. You know, like a, like a K Street lobbying group. I'm in America, so in Washington, as it were. Oh, and there's also sadness from a different, I think from a different part of society that, uh, and that, that these kind of power structures are just built in and inevitable. And there's not a lot you can do. Yeah. Yeah, there's some frustrated, hurting groups coming forward now. You know, you, you do nothing and let the wheels turn. Nothing changes. You, know, you step forward and speak out. Nothing changes. You play by the rules, do what you're supposed to. The whole thing is just a grinder. 
There's a, a feeling now of being stripped of illusions or shedding ideas about things. A little bit, okay, it's a little more like, like a child would shed illusions as they, they get older. Like not that they're not true, yeah, but that you see more as you, uh, you get older. And they're saying, but we're old now, there's nothing more to see than what we do see. And there's a kind of, you know, then there's the positive, happy group that uh, wants to be positive, that is uh, uncomfortable with what this group is saying. So the new, the, 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 the old, the familiar skins are being shed and then the new, the new thing is something about, you know, instead of the system, it's uh, something about systems themselves or, or uh, you know, how patterns work. Yeah, okay, it's like systems theory or just that view of things, whether it's biological systems or social systems or uh, what have you, but they do work on their own. And just, you know, demanding that they change or saying that they shouldn't be that way isn't enough to actually change them. And that feels weird and scary. Yeah, but there was a glimpse of, okay, this is the next kind of, you know, the next frontier in terms of just seeing how things are, how things work, and, and acknowledging just the, the evident truth of that. And that independently of, you know, a particular reaction to it or a particular history. And so checking in with the environment and seeing what it offers here. Or what's it like to have this experience or make this discovery in this environment. And then there's also the, the happy ending, happy positive crew that continues to be here. All right, so anyone in the society then can um, invoke the environment see what it has to offer uh, at any time, meaning to bring that more into the foreground. Okay, so the, um, 
the experience here is that there's a smallness to it, that we're situated inside of these systems. And some of them really are large, and we are individual nodes. And the, the, the fresh, kind of straightforward truth of that that's, that's felt, as well as uh, cognized. Yeah, there's something about that. Even as it's scary and, and seems foolish to acknowledge, something about the something about acknowledging it that uh, that feels different. Like there's a, a a gain of power, I guess, or uh, or substance. Uh, even though that seems like it wouldn't make sense. So now there's kind of a debrief, like, phew, we did the thing and we survived and the thing happened. Are we done yet? Can we go to the, to the after party? Just the, the risk of these things and how small we are and how little we can do. But there's kind of a, a marveling at that. It almost feels like it's um, it's including kind of an, an indigenous sort of experience of things, you know, without trying to cosplay or appropriate, appropriate, uh, you know, the specific indigenous cultures, but, uh, there's something about this experience that, uh, feels connected to that, to that experience. And obviously that it's different, uh, you know, in a modern Western context to, uh, to find, uh, to find one's way to, um, to that kind of view or experience of things. Uh, in addition to all the, the, the modern Western stuff. There's something about that, like, oh, this is a lost piece, or this is a missing piece, or... And, well, I guess it makes sense that there are lots of questions and history that comes up uh, along with that, so... Let's add the environment and see what happens.
Yeah, there's a, a, a kind of a consistent thing now of uh, kind of just looking up at the night sky and feeling that the smallness and acknowledging the truth of that. Yeah, so it, it seems like that this this new in, this environment uh, offers that or, or lets that be possible or accessible to a, a you know a modern individual based uh, you know Western mind. Yeah, and part of it is. Uh, you know, shame and, and just reckoning over the the damage that the modern mind and the modern view has caused. You know, to uh, to others and to the the environment itself and to indigenous cultures and just in general. Uh, and it doesn't just end there. Uh, but there is a kind of a, a deconstruction thing happening, or at least it's it's on offer. That's a decent way to say it that the uh, that this environment kind of reveals things that are that are on offer here, that are readily accessible and can be norms, can be uh, experienced by uh, everyone in the society. Uh, whereas in the, the earlier or more familiar worldviews, it's uh, not as accessible. It would be more of a fringe view or it would be, uh, you know, it would take some real digging and some real doing to, uh, to find. Okay, so part of this is uh, seeing how different histories uh, shape the way we see the world. And so um, some of the different groups are experiencing that uh, in a uh, physical way, or, uh, as well as, um, uh, you know, the, 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 the thoughts about it. Okay, and there's a a recognition that that has that that narrows, you know, a particular history narrows what what freedom means and what's possible, and and just so much is shaped by history that that you didn't choose, or maybe you did, depending on the the worldview or the religion or whatever. But it feels very different and very exposing, and it's just, how could this be a societal norm? It just, yeah, it just seems kind of crazy and dangerous. Okay, so, it's that systems thing that's 
that helps with this because it's funny, but it's a little bit like, uh, you know, at the end of a concert or the end of a, some kind of a, uh, a production, then there's the curtain call and then there's everyone else who made this happen, you know, gets to be acknowledged. So there's a bit of that happening now. You know, there's the people on stage, but then there's the, like what happened before, there's the, the camera person and the, you know, the, the writers and the, uh, like everyone's role in the system uh, being revealed is a thing that is, uh, you know, that's not just this sort of grim reckoning, but is also sort of uh, fun or, or, or liberating or there's some kind of a newness to it that uh, and so different uh, different people are kind of popping their heads out from their stations going yeah I'm the grip or I'm the, the mic person. And now there's just some responses of just uh, grief or, or emotion that's uh, you know, involuntary in a way. Like when you suddenly run into something unexpected that's moving or that uh, breaks through the conventions for a, for a moment. Okay, so now there's, you know, people are remembering in past podcasts how it was the, the things that are opposing uh, points of view or things that would be incompatible or would be enemies were able to to be in the same space um, so they're trying to kind of make that happen from memory but it's not quite working they're looking up like hey you know we're doing our best what else do you want us to do and then the other the other group is saying, well, you've got to uh, remember you can uh, invoke or check in with the, um, the environment freshly. You know, you don't actually have to do it all. Like, that's the thing. These, um, these features are built in. So then they're saying, well, what do we even do? This is our job. We're, we're union employees, you know. And, but the, the larger question is what to do about these contradictions because you know, it really feels like a disjunct. On the one hand, it's fun to have these things revealed and then um, there's such, um, you know, such destruction to be reckoned with. And that everyone has been part of these systems that have done that. 
And it, uh, okay. Yeah, that's an interesting recognition. So everyone kind of has their their solution or kind of where what they would say, but then the discovery is that no one's no one's individual solution is gonna be adequate. And so that's something that we have in common <laughs> or that we can we can recognize. Oh, and that's another feature that it's easier here to um, have these recognitions together. And uh, yeah, the groups that don't really like each other. You know, there's, there's quite a bit of, okay, we're all going in the same direction here, but you know, I can't stand that group. Or I can't do it, you know, I'm just not gonna go along. If those people are involved, you know, I despise them, it's just too much to ask. So, see what that's like in the, the this environment. I guess we can just say here now. We know that that means this environment. So what's that like here? Yeah, so then the other group is being revealed. That's the one that sees the discomfort and wants to swoop in and fix it somehow, partly so that they don't have to feel uncomfortable. <laughs> And the original one is going, thank you. God, I hate those people. And then the, the helper group then feels, the well-intentioned helper group feels exposed. And there's something about boundaries or uh, just like, you know, don't invade my space. Or maybe that's a, a, a fundamental feature of everyone gets their own individual space. Uh, that part that was um, that was feeling annoyed uh, seems to like that. It's like it can stretch its arms and. not have to feel uh, impinged on. Oh, that's interesting. So at the same time that the environment uh, offers a, a kind of a shared experience, individuals can actually go to the environment and find a, an individualized uh, kind of truth update as well. Okay, so that's, I think, recalling now from earlier podcast. It was like both and or and and or yes and. That being a, a, a feature of the environment here. Oh, and when it's just, just mental, it's, 
actually impossible to conceive or to really, you know, step into. So the offer then is for the, the mental to, uh, to not have to do it all on its own, but to join the rest of the team, you know, the physical, the, the emotions, the impulses or what have you. Okay, so as they're stepping in, they're saying things like, wow, I, I thought that I already had to know how to do it or had to remember and that that was the only option and that if I didn't, that that would be the end somehow. And there's a, a younger version of that, you know, like a kid version, um, but also an adult version. And the uh, yeah, the adult versions have been more more prominent today. In, the, in past podcasts, it's been a uh, more child child centric. Hmm, that's interesting. Now there's a group here that's real kind of as a kind of a fierce defiance thing going. You know, it's, I will not bow my head to anything. I will not submit. You know, we're not going along with this new trend, this new fad, this new whatever it is. You know, eat me, fuck you all. Kind of a, pirate sort of vibe. So it's okay, how's that here? Hmm. Yeah, there's something that feels really good in that that's kind of spreading around to the rest of society. Yeah, it's got that there's a figure that's kind of standing at the top of the the top of the structure, just like like a flaming bottle in the air or something, just holding it up. And it's part of its party time, but it's also uh, there's something just like there's something fundamental that's not going to be extinguished. And they're kind of nodding and going, yeah, okay. You're getting it a little bit. And so that quality is, seems to be spreading through the rest of society and seems to be welcome. You know, even if it's just uh, as it gets further away, you know, it's kind of a trickle, but the more, the more square folks are going, you know, do I get to touch this trickle or I don't usually get invited to those sort of parties. Uh, okay. And there's, that's nice. So there's a general acknowledgement of how, um, you know, essential and amazing things get um, 
over time get turned into cliches or, uh, you know, yeah, into cliches, become two-dimensional. So at least for a moment there, there was a, a general recognition about that. we're actually real real people in real groups and we're endlessly yeah three-dimensional multi-dimensional and continue to be real and uh, immediate oh and there's a yeah there's recognition among a lot of the different groups of Okay, yeah, we've all, we've all experienced being caricatured. And there's a way that it's true and, you know, funny, but also it's, it's a violence as well. Oh, right. So that's another feature here that, um, rather than having to throw something out because it's caused harm, um, but then you turn around and realize that actually you've caused harm too, and that kind of there's nothing that hasn't caused harm. So, you know, do we throw everything out? How does that work? And um, so one of the offers is that um, that everything gets to update, that there's a new version you know, that still honors all the truth of the history and actually can can see it more truthfully and there's a new a new version of it in this you know that the, the newer um, paradigm world the newer it's an actual distinct world I mean there's kind of the stack of uh, of paradigm worlds and that's uh, what what history is or evolution is that 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 one makes the next one possible. So the, the the groups are talking now, and it's well, I've encountered that idea before, but we're running it into it in this kind of circuitous way. It feels different. Yeah, the thing about the the mental world to join the team rather than being on its own. Oh, and the thing of, well, this is also new, but yet it's also built into the environment already. So it's a paradoxical. And then someone else says, well, what if you know, paradox is another thing that's normal here. Oh, and then the response is you're just being cute and annoying, and then the impulse of that that individual is to you know, <laughs> to beat the crap out of the the other one. So the others are stepping in to prevent that, but uh, I guess seeing what this is all like here, 
Yeah. Well, now, now the thing is rest periods and rhythm in general. And, and the difference with the, 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 the kind of habit of, I guess, work, workaholism or just continuing to press through until you drop or the sense of, you know, there's an urgency, so you got to keep, keep engaged, but then, you know, then you burn out or there's something off about that. So how does that work? But that was, that tendency was revealed just then. And then the, the environment offered uh, this alternative to, to let down or to, to let there be break or a rhythm. And the, the paradox one is saying, this is another paradox. And then for some reason, the one that is just doesn't like the paradox one just really wants to, to come after it. But in the larger kind of rings of, of society, this option of, um, I guess rhythm is the word. And it's now being, being included as a, as a thing. There are just so many questions that come up that need to be addressed. Yeah, and that's more of a continuing offer now for the, the mental to join the rest of the team. Right. Right. So that this, <laughs> this notion that all these things can be continuing all at the same time. Communion is the word, oh, which is related to community. So maybe that's more what community updates to here, that this ongoing experience of communion and mutual recognition and co-discovery and the, that the both, both endness paradox and all of that is, is just normal and evident and ongoing. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that's a little bit closer to what it's actually like as far as what the norms are, or the potentials are here. One group responding, wow, that really, that's really different. There's still this argument between the, the paradox one and the, the one that doesn't like the paradox one. I guess we can interview them in 
see what the deal is. So the angry, annoyed one is calling the one that's pointing out paradox as a, a little twerp. So why does the angry one think that? Or, you know, what does it want? Or Okay, so part of it is that uh, for the rest of the onlookers, for there actually to be some kind of resolution or um, forward forward movements, uh, the onlookers need to be more than just gawkers or just telling a story uh, that they're actually uh, revealed as well. Uh, and I think there can still be, you know, the humor and the, the spontaneity and such, but, uh, I guess that would update too. Not quite sure about the specifics yet, but there's something, something to that. Okay, so then with that, everyone kind of gets quieter and falls into some kind of harmony, but at the same time, it feels maybe this is just it's the initial version of it because it feels sort of stiff or formal and then the paradox one goes paradox meaning that it's both formal and informal and, you know that i think that in insoluble uh, paradoxes could actually be normal here So the angry one still feels a little violent, but it's a little bit more of like a, a little bit more fun or like a chase thing or and what is the angry one so annoyed about? It's just saying, isn't it obvious? He's just a little twerp. He doesn't even know what he's talking about. And so the, the annoyed one sees the, the paradox one is like a little ant that it needs to squash, like an irritant. And like it's getting in it, getting in its way. And now the irritated one is growing much larger. It's kind of like a, a bulky kind of, you know, uh, strong kind of body type. Something like, you know, your, your faux intellectualism is, you know, not relevant or it's going to, 
prevent what really needs to happen here on the ground. You know, and something like, you know, you're, you're one of those who, who makes these rules that ties everything in knots and nothing can get done. And, you know, it's just obnoxious. You can't just do the thing because there are regulations and red tape and contradictory rules and And there's the impulse to just destroy it or just break through it all or find out what the cause is and, you know, take care of it. So there's a group of other others that are kind of commiserating with that one. It also feels just, you know, just frustration and sadness and wanting to acknowledge or just acknowledging a, a history that's been hurtful. And the paradox one is, it seems to have turned into a, like a bird. a little bird so it's flying by but it dropped the paradox thing is like a message to to this group so it's a small envelope and they open it and then the message gets real big and it's sort of cartoonish you know it's got those exaggerated cartoon style visuals and rhythms yeah so I'm trying to communicate I think there's a, a, I guess kind of a joy that it wants to communicate of what what paradox as a norm actually means and feels like here or what it has the potential to that you don't actually have to you know engage with it intellectually it's just something that's evident and the the, the kind of the not knowingness of you know the freshness of that Yeah, and the, the, the workers that get real things done are, they're kind of, uh, you know, marching to work or, or in high spirits uh, in response to that. I guess they're feeling it. And the birds like flying around and it's like, they're friendly now, or it's like it sits on the, the worker's shoulder. marching around there's a there's some different feelings uh, physically I think in response to that development so 
Yeah, so the phrase in the letter was, uh, I guess, fake Latin, something like a paradoxus normalis. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, this thing of uh, paradox as being normal is, and that that's accessible to the degree that the, um, the mental joins the rest of the team. And uh, the the not knowingness and the immediacy of that and the uh, unknowing is the the word that that one group offered. And another group is saying, well, it's more like what when you discover something, it undoes the things that you thought before or replaces them. Oh, and that's fun. That's like when kids play. That's that's discovery. That's spontaneous. You know, when we say the words, but we're already sick of the words, but then the words renew themselves because we don't know what we're going to say next. But yet we also kind of do, and we don't. That kind of thing. But there's, you know, joy and, and, and fun and play built into that. Even as even as you're doing, you know, important adult work. Yeah, well and good workplaces are actually more like that. So there you go. So then the response is, okay, what is this actually like, you know, when it's if normal, normal paradox is the norm in all of society. You know, and then uh, the, the group, the, the reminder group to uh, invoke the environment, what's it like here? Okay, wow. So part of it is making room for the things that um, there wasn't room for. So like, you know, impulses that are, that could be ugly or, you know, violent or even just the kind of impulses that if you do, it gets you, uh, you know, kicked out of the social group or, um, or, you know, society, depending on what it is. That these kinds of impulses and, you know, kind of all the the not socially correct behaviors. It means all of them being acknowledged and included. Uh, apparently. Kind of uh, traveling down below the surface now. Kind of underground areas or apartments or places where I guess these things are kept. So what's this like here? Yeah, and then the, there's a group that's going, I'm not sure if this is a good idea. 
And then Paradox Bird flies in and goes, Hey, Paradox, what's it like here? You know, these impulses and behaviors must have some sort of inherent value, right? And give them a chance to be themselves in a, in a fair environment. And then the, the other one's saying, well, the idea of that is one thing, but, um, you know, to be on the ground is different. Yeah, it's a bit of like uh, this individual human is now kind of standing in the savanna with all the uh, the animal qualities and impulses. And then the view is kind of zooming out quickly like, okay, good luck. <laughs> yeah, but there's also just curiosity that's dedicated and saying, no, what, what is it like here? You know, this is a different environment. It's like, even if we get eaten, what's being, what's, what is getting eaten like here? Okay. So it's a bit like, um, you know, with the human groups interacting they're actually, we're actually different than uh, caricatures. And the first thing um, is uh, that the feeling of rhythm. And then mostly with animals, it's about resting and, and not doing much. But at the same time, there is this, you know, alertness. Yeah, but it's um, part of the innate capability and not like a constant stressor uh, in the way that the humans can experience that. That's interesting. It's like, wow, what if we could settle into that or rediscover that or bring that back into the group somehow? No, now suddenly it's the uh, it's the trendy new thing. Everybody wants to get in touch with their their innate animal capacities. No, and I guess there's room for everyone to uh, engage with it however they want whether it's to be right on the ground or watching from a distance or, you know, just hearing the news reports. Yeah, just the ongoing, I guess it's an ongoing option or an offering uh, to turn a little bit more or to give up a, a little bit more of control, you know, kind of over to the environment itself. And there's some groups where that's, you know, that's coming very naturally and 
There are others where it feels very tentative and Uh, and yeah, and vulnerable. It's like the the people who are naturally good athletes, and then ones that aren't. But for the the ones that aren't, you know, the the kid with the thick glasses to uh, actually put put a foot down on the savanna is pretty remarkable. Or that's getting some attention. Uh, so again, there's that that characteristic of here, rather than just you know, go Timmy, let's cheer him on. And it's a five minute segment on the news or online. It's a uh, being in our own recognition. You know, of, of our own version of, of this type of experience. So, uh, seems to have jumped off the kind of balloon, the platform that he was on, and the platform is like a balloon that's sailing away now. So, I guess uh, Timmy has both feet on the savannah now. So there's a general acknowledgement of why uh, we would choose, you know, modern civilization where you don't have to uh, be on the ground with the tigers all the time. Okay, so really acknowledging how, how remarkable that is and it's, a, it's an achievement and a good thing. And also the challenge of staying in touch with um, you know, elemental reality once you've made the ability to shield yourself from it. You know, so that's the, the, the normal paradox or the, the yes and of it. I guess evident paradox is the, the word that more people like here. And, and some of the um, the mental the mental is confused by that or feels uh, disoriented or isn't sure yeah it just feels disoriented and like you know oh, I don't feel so good I need to sit down yeah so I guess here that can just be be what it is and they can sit down and, and if they'd like some helpers can come and you know make sure they're hydrated and I guess offer support so there's something about eyes and seeing like it's a this is a whole different way of seeing that we're not used to and so it Feels like we're going blind or
You know, there's also some physical eye strain from uh, probably from too much screen time. So that might be part of it as well. So someone's offering the kind of the the myths and legends theme of how you you go blind in order to be able to see with the other eyes. You know, that type of thing. And they're going, uh, is that literally true? I don't, don't really want that. So the... Uh, the hope or the, the consensus is that no, that's not literally true, but uh, that it makes sense that you would feel disoriented. So um, the, the, the feed on the Savannah thing is still going on. This is uh, related in some way. It seems like now there's... Um, the kind of opposing ends of paradoxes are kind of gathering, you know, on either end of the, it's like an arena, like a circular, like the opposing ends of paradoxes can be on either side from each other. And in the sense as we've done this before, but it was more was more mentally based, so having it be physical is different. And the reminders of saying, uh, don't forget to invoke the environment, include it. What the environment offers is continuous. Okay, and the you know, the capacity to separate yourself from what the environment is offering is the modern thing, which is amazing. And so that means that if you want to really include the environment, that it's something that you choose to do, or that's something that you remember and do on purpose. And that's different from you know, earlier um, uh, paradigm worlds when it was just a given. You know, and then there's concerns about the, the arrogance, if there's arrogance of that or the, you know, that this, this worldview thinks it's superior to the other ones. And then the other one is, other one is saying, well, you know, first of all, we, well, what if we can feel and know that we're, this is only possible because of those previous worldviews. And also that they're not just caricatures, like they get to be included too and they're still alive. And we can be in conversation with them. Oh, and that's really exciting. That sense of murmur through the, through the Coliseum. It's a bit of like, you know, an old like Greek kind of debating circle or like the the British Parliament or something. 
or also a bit like a Colosseum, you know, like in the Roman sense. So there's, you know, there's feet on the ground and the, in the dirt and the, the lions have been released or, or whatever it is. So just checking in with the environment now and kind of letting it into the foreground. Sometimes things get complicated and that seems like the thing to do. Yeah, so something about, you know, paradox just being, this option of paradox being friendly and normal and a constant. Like something that makes relating possible. And, you know, including more and more possible uh, in a way that's that's fair and trustworthy. And... and everyone wants to check in with what's happening on the ground in the in the savannah here. So I guess we're going to foreground that. Oh, well, it's terrifying. The feeling is, you know, pissing my pants here. There were, you know, animals walking by and just, uh, Uh, this, this, this figure is there. Uh, well, doesn't seem to to mind them, or it's just going along without paying any attention to the to the thick glasses one. Uh, so that's the thing of everyone in the in the Coliseum or watching on, watching on TV or whatever is, uh, also being exposed or also having this experience revealed or within themselves or, or is also, maybe is even what, what glasses, the glasses one is experiencing. Something like, okay, I'm here, I guess I'll just sit down. Kind of sitting down in the in the dust. Hmm. Something about actually just becoming an animal. I'm not sure if it's actually changing form into an animal or We're just, you know, feeling animalness, you know, sitting on the ground so that the feet and the, and the seat and the hands are all on the ground. We're sitting on the ground. It's more of a animal view. For the most part, unless you're a giraffe. 
but there's something different about looking around from that height and acclimating to it. Yeah, it's funny. There's something in there that kind of wants to, I don't know, howl at the moon or run around or just kind of go do animal stuff. You know, whether it's on the savannah or, you know, the cats and dogs in the, the suburbs or whatever. So there's sadness, and I think I think there's an assumption that it's like one thing or the other. That becoming more animal means abandoning one's humanity, or uh, yeah, something like that. So it's okay. Let's let's uh, invoke the environment here and see what it's like here. In a natural paradox land. Yeah, and there's then back in that confusion, sort of disoriented experience, or the one that was feeling blind. No, they're different. Those are different figures, but maybe there's some uh, overlap in their experience now. And it seems like there's a young version now, whether it's a you know a human kid who kind of pretends it's an animal, or or young animals that play, but it's not actually. Uh, you know, life and death stakes. It's so there's the young version of it, and then uh, I guess an older version where there is the power for there to be uh, uh, life and death stakes. So, yeah, there are some groups that are uh, really on board with that, and then others that are, that that just doesn't resonate or that feels uh, threatening. It's definitely uh, more accessible for the, the, the big ruddy worker, worker group. Yeah, so I guess there are options, you know, the thick glasses one could uh, be, become an animal or, you know, kind of get more uh, kind of inside an animal's view or inside an animal's mind in a way or or just kind of stay near the ground and kind of 
get that part of themselves or, you know, or continue that experience of um, learning to see with some of the other kinds of sight or Um, but it seems to be something that at least there's a there's a foothold in, um, and it's going to be ongoing. So, so we're kind of zooming out the view now to a big view, like okay, from the solar system. that's about maybe it's the grand ending to the to the feature here it's kind of the 2001 thing except zooming out to the uh, the big view of the galaxy or something maybe it's something like you know okay this is elemental too or this is real too or There's something about acknowledging the um, the unknown or the mystery or the or the things that thinking can't can't quite get on its own, so it can join the team. Something like that. Or even that this. Seems odd, but it's something like that. Um, you know, maybe like a scale is relative kind of thing, and that the you know, the galaxy is also an individual thing that you can just relate to. Or like you know, see or shake hands with, or it's almost like stepping, like zooming out of it, like it's uh, you know, stepping outside of something so that you can. Uh, talk to it and relate to it and then step back inside or seems kind of odd but I guess this is uh, one of the things that can be one of the normal things so I don't know I guess it's only strange if you uh, till you experience it as normal so uh, Anyway, that seems to be the, the close of uh, today's podcast. So, um, uh, yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for writing along, uh, and I think that was interesting. Uh, yeah, I feel different than at the beginning. So, um, seems like we discovered some uh, some positive stuff. And, uh, yeah, I think not, not too much at a time is one of the takeaways, uh, but that doing these podcasts regularly will, uh, hopefully have some cumulative, cumulative effects, uh, that, uh, I guess we can't predict. So, um, uh, yeah, I hope it's useful to, uh, to listen to and, um, you know, maybe it uh, kind of names or, or reminds you of um, different 
places in yourself for your own experience that um, are are useful to have pointed out um, or uh, yeah just in general I hope it's useful so uh, I hear from people I know and uh, uh, yeah be right there uh, <laughs> and uh yeah, so we're wrapping up anyway. Uh, yeah, so I hope it's useful and uh, look forward to uh, being back soon. Uh, okay, great. Take care.